Greetings, ladies and mendigants, and welcome to this latest episode of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY. The links to all the stories will be down below, and as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider subscribing. Story number one. Honorary Human, written by Iceman0486. Barg, the violent brew of Tash and Barkeep had brought him, relaxing back into his chair and enjoying the quiet and lazy afternoon. At least he did until the quiet of that afternoon was interrupted by someone looking for him, trying to appear casual. The young Malog looked so young to the old soldier, but he supposed the pup was old enough to be let out alone. He smiled like a reporter. The reporter stood nervously before Varg's table and cleared his throat. Sergeant Varg, the, the reporter struggled to create a first and unfamiliar word. When it gave me away, the heavily muscled scar and fur dyed veteran asked dryly. The reporter's ears drooped a bit and Varg let his mouth loll open with a sense of amusement. Draining the last of his brew and heaving a great sigh, he asked, What do you want? Well, foundation day is coming up, Varg nodded, making an and gesture with his paw. I want to tell your story, Sergeant Varg. The reporter said quickly, becoming more animated and appearing more like a pup than before. The first non-human accepted into the Terran Marines, and it was a Malag. You're a hero to many, and their facts are, um, sparse. Varg chuckled, the grumbling, growling laugh of his face. The reporter, with a gift for understatement, how novel. I suppose an old soldier could be convinced to share some war stories, but, uh, he looked with a calculated moroseness into the bottom of his empty mug, allowing his eaves to droop slightly. A few gestures to the barkeep and the pup slid into the booth opposite Varg, and shortly a fresh mug appeared at his elbow. The reporter produced a small recording device. Varg noticed it was a human-made, malag-adapted model, and set it on the table. I am grand sashed. He raised his muzzle up and on right, and the youth giving the eldest a proper respect. Varg took another drink and licked his chops. Well, where should I start, Gran? Beginning, Battlemaster, how you became to join the humans and came to lead a unit of them. Resting his elbows on the table, Varg settled into a comfortable position to launch into his tail. I landed on town with my battle pack. We'd been mobilized too quickly and there wasn't enough air support. Varg let out a short bark of a chuckle. There wasn't enough of anything in those early days. The Russian liked Toln and they wanted it for their own, so we were part of the council's objection to that idea. Shaking his head, Varg sighed. I've been told it goes that way everywhere. A quick, decisive war, over in a few months and then declare victory. Fourteen months in, 85% of my battle pack is dead, and our positions were roughly the same as they'd been when we started. And that's when the humans joined in, Gran asked excitedly. Varg shook his head. Not yet, pup. You're getting ahead of me. The Russian pushed us out of some civilian areas and they took the slaves. There were humans in those civilian areas. And yeah, that's about the time the Terran Federation got involved. Important thing for you to understand there is that my battle pack, after fighting around the cities, was down to about 5% strength. 51 soldiers left of the original battle pack. That's when the Russian landed more troops, intending to have the world secured before the Terran fleet could drop in. Closing his eyes against the memories of those blood-soaked days, Varg remained quiet for a moment. 
When he heard the pup open his mouth to ask another question, Varg's eyes snapped open and he continued. The day the Terrans landed, there were three of us left. By the time they fought through my position, I was it. Varg was silent now, thinking of those desperate days, the agonizing and ultimately futile wait for reinforcements. When help had arrived, it was not the familiar yips and howls of another battle pack. It was the harsh cries of human orders. Not the erratic thumping and scraping of paws and claws, but a rhythmic thumping of men marching. Their smells had been wrong, but they were warriors as much as Varg had been. He shook himself and continued speaking mentally, thanking the reporter for letting him sit with his thoughts. After a year of fighting over the godforsaken rock, the back half of it fighting a defensive guerrilla fight, I knew the area like the back of my paw. The humans brought up a translator, and I began to show them the twists and turns of the population centers. Is that when they put you in charge of one of their assault squads? You're getting ahead of me again, pup. Now, humans can't see at night as well as we can, but they are good at night combat. Really good. So using my knowledge of the terrain and the night expertise, we hit back. It was still a tough fight. You ever seen a Russian warrior cast up close, kid? Gran shook his head and then Varg sighed. There is sight, two and a half meters tall and cloaked in around 160 kilos. Not too bright, though, and the humans knew how to handle them. Turns out they plan how to fight most of everything they run into. Even us, Gan seemed somewhat put off by the idea. Especially us, Varg replied. Gran's ears laid back against his head. But there are allies, Gan protested. We should be able to trust our... Varg leaned forward and let his grin become more threatening. It takes a good ally to be willing to point out your weaknesses. Towards the end of the war, I spent a lot of time talking to the brass about their theories and plans. They walked me through how they would go about attacking us, pointing out our weaknesses in both doctrine and physical defenses. We are stronger for that attention. I don't suppose I've ever thought of it that way, Gran said, somewhat chagrined. But it still seems to be an awful risky thing to do with a new ally. Humans don't see it that way. At least the ones that are warriors, don't they? are um, pragmatic people. We have a lot to learn from them in that regard, Varg shrugged. But uh, you're here for war stories. The fighting on town came to a head in the old capital city of the planet. We took more casualties there than in the rest of the campaign. But it only took us a week to push the Russian out and force a surrender from them once their fleet got kicked out of real space. The CEO of the Terrans that I was with, Colonel Mulvane, gave me an option of tagging along with them as they moved to engage the Russian elsewhere, or letting me head home with the civilians. The Bassa rumble made the surface of his beer ripple escaping from the veteran. I had the memory of my battle back in mind. I went with the humans to fight more. Taking another long drink from his mug, Varg gathered his thoughts. He hadn't told this entire story before. Ancestors, he didn't remember the entire story. The battle seemed to run together now, so many, now long ago. Humans don't fight like we do. When we deploy a battle pack, that is where the battle pack is. In six months, we conducted 13 combat drops and saw more than 30 firefights. Gan gaped at that number. And then, then, pup. They sent us on a vacation. What? Granon asked. Uh, a vacation? In the middle of a war, they stopped their attacks. They didn't even slow the pace. But they sent, they sent me and my unit, and they cycled more men in. 
Humans have fought wars lasting decades. Did you know that they have a war in their history called the Hundred Years' War? Anyway, they have figured out a perfected the art of making sure that the men get the rest that they need. Tapping his chest and his arms, the veteran indicated a dyed portion of his fur. That's where I got these. They gave us R&R in the Forest 3, and I have no idea where the squad found the fur dyer, and it couldn't have been more than 50 Malaga on the planet. So, I have no idea what the female did in her free time. I was told that after many combat drops, I was officially a Terran Marine whether I was a human or not. Leaning over to inspect the eyes, Gran asked, I recognize this. This is a battle pack insignia. What is this? It looks like some kind of bird there. It's the insignia of the Terran Marines, which they adapted from one of their own leading nations before they truly had space flight. Shaking his head, Gan asked a question many Malag had asked of him before. Why get these things permanently dyed into your fur? It's a human thing. As far as shrines or monuments go, it's a pathetically temporary one. But I will always have the shrine to my fallen packmates here with me. It is a good tradition, though the humans lack fur, so the preferred method is staining their skin with ink. After this, um, vacation, they put you in charge of one of their squads. After you were marked as one of theirs. Do you know what a dog is, pup? The reporter seemed taken aback by a seeming non-sequitur and thought for a moment. I don't think so. They are quadrupedal carnivores that co-evolved alongside humans. One of the two common carnivores that they keep as pets, companions, and helpers. They keep not one, but two carnivores as pets. Those are the most common, but there are others. Humans will adopt anything, Bog nodded. There are some thinkers that believe that without dogs, humanity would have developed along a different path, and that dog ancestors, the wolf, did a great deal to demonstrate the human in the beginning. Taking another drink, he continued. Anyway, humans have taken dogs with them to war for, well, millennia at this point. Corporal Ramirez, my translator, somewhere along the way got put down into the official records as my handler. Not my translator, Mark shrugged. I think it started as a bit of a practical joke on the part of the quartermaster. I don't understand, the reporter began, and then Vark cut him off, smiling. Our species pup strongly resembles wolves and dogs. The quartermaster thought it would be amusing to present me as my own collar and a leash. Granite's lips peeled back in a snarl. I'm not sure, sir, but I feel like that might be insulting. Vog barked out a laugh. Oh, it was. So I took a crap in his bunk and chewed up one of his boots. Granite gaped at the war hero, the dignified veteran of a dozen campaigns, before he even joined the human military where he had won further accolades and the one Malag, every young, would-be warrior looked up to. You what? You heard me, Vog said, leaning back in his seat with an air of dignity. I was wildly decided throughout the battalion that I had the better of the exchange. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Corporal Ramirez somehow got put on as my handler rather than translator, likely for the quartermaster's little joke. However, he also put me down as an animal in question. Now I told you that humans have a long tradition of dogs going to war alongside them. Well, as part of that tradition is that the handler's dog is one step higher rank than the handler who is to ensure the care is taken when handling the animal, since any abuse from the handler results in serious military crime. So, since Ramirez was a corporal, I was promoted to a sergeant. With a slow, deliberate hand, Gran turned off the recorder and placed it before him. 
You mean to tell me that the humans made you a commander of one of their squads by accident? Vaughn grinned at him. You mean that that respect of the Terrans gave the Melog was a... was a... As a bureaucratic mix-up, this is uh, this is the event that opened uh, negotiations of the foundation of the Federation. Ben was faster now, and his volume rising as Vaughn couldn't help but laugh. The LT knew, the captain knew, the colonel knew. Ancestors, I'd be surprised if the admiral didn't know what I was no simple dog. Vaughn looked at the young reporter and narrowed his eyes. Did you do any research in the human media about me? When Gan shook his head, he received a reproving look. I know I gave them a few interviews. They wanted me to do some kind of tour for their more populated worlds. They're, um, why? Remember when I told you that they do things differently? Well, guess when they put the best warriors, the most dedicated veterans. Gan paused and answered in the air of someone who knew that they were saying something wrong. In an elite unit? Varg chuckled. I asked what the humans did, not what we did. No. You'll find them well behind the lines. You'll find them in their offices, schools, and in the training camps. They take their best and have them training the next generation of soldiers. The green soldiers come along with more training than many veteran Malog, and it shows. Their officers are flexible of mind and do not fear to act independently. When a platoon of marines came upon a lone warrior, they did not ask for additional orders. They scooped me up and continued on their advance. When I demonstrated that I could be an acid, they did not wait for clearance from the battle master to engage the enemy. They went to battle. Sounds reckless. It's what they trained for. Bark set his mug down on the table and waved for the barkeep off. Pupgan, I was a ghost before I met them. I was ready to chase my packmates into the Shadowlands. Humans helped me learn to live and helped to teach us how to avoid mistakes that we made. They are far from perfect, and we have as much to teach them as they do to about us. But without them, I'd be dead, and most of the civilians of Talon would be as well. So, I take it you support the Federation they keep talking about. The next step. Varg tapped a final die depiction on his chest. It showed a wolfish outline of a man-egg within and an outline of a human. After the war, after the Russians sued for peace and once the humans and our battle packs had taken 13 of the worlds from them, Admiral Shen Zhu told me, with my enlistment into the Terran Marines, that I was an honorary human, that I had the rights and citizenship of the Terran Federation waiting for me if I wished them. He looked down at his paws and sighed. I don't know that our people could have done that, but as the first human Malag, I hope that we can learn how. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. If you did, please consider supporting the author from the link down below. Otherwise, if you wish to support this channel, there are numerous ways to do so, like liking, subscribing, and possibly even becoming a patron. Otherwise, the easiest way would be to share. And until the next video, I hope that you all have a good one, and I'll see you then. Cheers.